0: Welcome back to another episode of Driving with Randy. How is everybody doing today? My name is Road Rage Randy and this is the Driving with Randy podcast, a podcast I started over 2 years ago from my mom we have come so far. We were in my mom's 2008 or my mom's 2007 Toyota Sienna Silver Edition. We have come so far. We started with an iPhone mic and we are currently rocking a 2018 Subaru Forester Black Edition and using a Tascam D-R-O-5-X with the purple panda lavalier mic. We have come so far. The podcast has been doing absolutely great and I just want to thank you guys. It's been... The viewership, the support, it's been wonderful. I just got done eating a build-your-own flatbread at the local grocery store. You know, my normal pizza lady hasn't been here the past uh... two... Two weeks, two, I wanna say two weeks. I go every Thursday because it's just, it's cheap. It's fucking $4 for a build your own flatbread. We are currently, we are, I, I, I'm I, running low on gas. I got 12 miles till empty. So we are gonna get some gas here. And I just wanna thank my boy, or Kern it was Kerner. Kerner from Michigan. Came in through with some gas money. He gave he gave us a big ol' fat donation. I'd like to thank you so much. He contributed to the podcast. He is the reason we are gonna have gas to. Let's see how does this work. We went to a different pump today because the other one, the other pump just it, it pumps so damn slow, and we don't have time for that. We're we're making big moves today. Oh, I forgot to put my card in. let's put my card in. Alright, prompt to pay, processing, do not remove. Alright, got my card out of there. One moment. Let's pump the gas. Let's get it. Let's get it. I I guess we're we're not, as much as we were trying to be in a rush, we are not in a rush today. Swipe your hot, no, we we don't have a rewards card. One moment, man, we just completely... We're not speed running today. We're just gonna take our time. Yeah, Kerner dropped us with some money for some gas. I appreciate it. Thank you very, very much. The weather today, guys, it's a little chilly out. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a little chilly out. The leaves are changing color. And this one's pumping slow too. It's just this, this gas station, it just pumps so slow. Um, the weather, it's been changing. It's cold, it's getting chilly and i just want to bring it to everyone's attention because i have talked to other people that have been going through this i think it's called selective additive depression seasonal depression it's a real thing folks i've been i've been really really Happy and like loving life, but just something has felt off. I haven't had all the energy I've had and the only thing I can think of is the weather's changing. We've been popping an extra 1000 IU's of D3 every day trying to get back And Honestly, it's been about a week and I'm feeling absolutely wonderful, full of energy. There was a moment there where it's like all I want to do is stay in bed, not get after it, not the go getter like I I was so I just want to bring it to you guys attention it is a real thing don't get down get out there get after it find a solution for me I just thought it was some d3 because I'm used to being outside and we've been lacking the sun lately so things have been going absolutely wonderful we're getting our energy back this we got a giant airplane coming over you guys can probably hear that well today folks we're getting after this we're getting the podcast done nice and early Um, I'm gonna take you guys along for the ride but later tonight I am going to get nachos so I thought we're gonna do it we're gonna have the nacho podcast that uh, that I've been I've been cultivating for almost two years I have a list in my phone of nachos that I've tried over the years and it is just something that I want to go over with all of you guys and I thought, what a a better day, because I'm really excited. I haven't had the nachos that I'm getting um, in probably close to a year. I haven't been there since COVID. It's a little bar. Um, And they're delicious. They're delicious. I actually think they're ranked a 6 out of 10 on my list. Yeah, I got them ranked. And we're going to go into some detail man we were really low on gas it just keeps going up and up and up thank god we have kerner with the swinging through with the donation god bless your soul but yeah i just thought we'd go over the list of nachos while we drive today and talk about them a little bit i know one of the ones just we're still pumping gases taking a lot longer than i thought but i can tell you guys right off the start here that um the bottom one on the list. There we go. Gotta shake it, get all the gas out that we can. Nope, no receipt, we're not wasting any paper today. I can throw my trash away here too. I just don't have to deal with it. All right, folks, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to start things off with this nacho list. The first one on the list, we're just going to dive right into it. We're going to go for a full full blown roast. It is a 1 out of 10 on the on the on the fucking list. It's 1 out of 10. Where do you guys think it's a it's a common location. Wh- who do you guys think serves the worst nachos? That I have ever had, and this is the reason I like nachos is you just get a plethora of vegetables. You can make it in all sorts of different ways, and I actually went about and I looked up the history of nachos and how nachos came to be. It was created by this um, guy. He he owned a Mexican restaurant, but they were short supply on a bunch of stuff, a whole bunch of stuff. He had some guests sit down and he's like, I can't pass up this opportunity to make money. So he's an innovator, he innovated. He went back to the kitchen and he just, he's like, what do we have? What do we have? We can just throw shit together. So he put some tortilla chips in a little container he threw some cheese on it and he added jalapenos and those that was the first ever nacho the original nacho and when he, he made these and the people absolutely loved it my boy is an entrepreneur an innovator he's making big plays in the world folks oh 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 the lights yellow but we gotta be making it here we go all right so when i say the shittiest nacho i have ever had these nachos were worse than ballpark nachos i would even debatably say that um god i got something in my teeth i would debatably say that Lunchables, the you know, the refrigerated straight out of a plastic container nacho is better than these nachos. It was Taco Bell. Now I know we had the podcast where I brought two friends, we had the, the driving with Nick, i believe is what we had it it was nick and dr funk and we went over to the taco bell because they had a five dollar nacho box now that nacho box was by far superior but when they got rid of the nacho box um the nacho box was a nine out of ten i believe because you got Wait, no, 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 not it's, it's fast food, there's no way. The nacho box was a four out of 10. Four out of 10 was the nacho box. I'm looking at my little paper list here. I, I wrote things down so we, uh, so cops just think we're looking for directions, not at our phone. Mm. So the nacho box was a four out of 10. You got a, a big amount of nachos, and I think that's as good as fast food will get. But these, the one out of 10s, the nachos bel grande, let me describe to you these nachos. It's almost like they were that, that, that poor man that was trying to own his restaurant business but just didn't have a supply of food and just threw shit together. That is exactly what happened with these nacho bel grandes. They just took a handful of chips Threw it into a bowl, we're like, eh, now what do we do with it? They they, they took a little scoop of some nacho cheese, which was interesting. Uh, while reading up on the history of the nacho, I found out that Nacho cheese was originally made for baseball games because they wanted to find a way to give out nachos, but in a quick manner. They couldn't sit there and microwave for all these people that are just sitting here and trying to watch people do home run. What is this guy? This guy is actually on his phone. If this guy is reviewing nachos like me, oh, and a Tesla just drove by, we're going to get real angry real quick. But this guy, he's actually on his phone. If he's doing a nacho podcast, let me tell you a little life hack. Write it down on a piece of paper. They'll never know what you're doing. Anyways, So they they just dumped a little, I I don't know if I finished about the nachos at the baseball game. So they they couldn't microwave for all the fans that are sitting there trying to watch home runs. So they needed something to process quick. So they made this little processed ooey gooey cheese stuff. And they're like, nacho cheese. And it, it became a big hit. So they put, Taco Bell puts a big old scoop of that on there. They're like, what else can we fucking add? Oh, we got beef. You think we could add some beef from our tacos there? Nope, nope. We got to conserve on the beef. There's no beef. There's absolutely no beef in the nachos bel grande. These guys took a scoop out of the refried beans. Not a refried beans kind of a guy myself, but you know, for the sake of nachos, sometimes you just got to try it. So they took a scoop out of the refried beans one, put it in there, don't mix it, nope, just a scoop of nachos, which is one of my biggest pet peeves, I'd say. To make a good quality nacho, they need to be laid out. It needs to be a giant pan spread across the entire pan. Because the problem you come across with these loaded nachos at bars and such is oftentimes they just throw it into like you know, some kind of a container that they'd serve a, a uh, like a hamburger or a uh, barbecued pulled pork and some french fries. They throw it into one of those baskets and they just pile it all in. Well, the problem is you're trying to eat the chips and the stuff on top of it. So you oftentimes get eat the loaded stuff before you actually get to the nacho itself, which, you know, in, in return causes some problems, because then you're, chip, you're just having chips at the bottom, and chips aren't the same as having a nacho. It just It's just not. So we're, we're having one of these cases with the Grande's where everything's just piled on top. But when you have real nacho cheese like that, and then you have refried beans, and then I, I swear they took a handful of tomatoes and put it on there and I think they put like one or two jalapenos, boom, bang, put the lid on, hand it to me. Granted it was like $3, sure, it was still fucking disgusting. Just would not recommend. They redeemed themselves with the nacho box down the road. There was no refried beans. The cheese was a little better. You got a bigger quantity. Overall, I would not recommend fast food nachos from my experience. So the first real nacho that we're gonna try is a place called Ziggy's. Um, this is not gonna be kind of relevant for a lot of you guys that are out of state. Ziggy's is along the river. I believe they have a location in both Stillwater and in Hudson. Um, My personal experience was from Hudson. I had the nachos from there. And if I'm remembering correctly, they were pretty damn good, but they just, I I don't think the meat was up to par. Like the meat needs, I'm, I'm a nacho connoisseur, okay? I'm I'm, I'm not trying to come across as one of those like IPA lovers or the, the foodies of the world. I hate that fucking term. There are two words in this world that I absolutely hate. It's foodie and hubby. Just shut the fuck up and say the real word. It's a husband and foodie, just say you fucking love food. You're a food enthusiast, not I'm a foodie. You just wanted to create something so you came up with that word can't stand it don't ever call yourself a foodie it's a it's a no for me it's a no for me right off the start all right anyways so ziggy's pretty good highly recommend one of the one of the other problems we kind of run into when it comes to nachos is oftentimes um prices are astronomical and i don't know if it's because it takes a lot of time and effort for them to throw some chips in a in a bowl and then you know vegetable wise they have to cut that up so i get that i get that they put a healthy amount of meat in there and oftentimes nachos are shareables if you're having a nacho if you're having nachos with me they're 110% not shareable they they're just they're not so with that being said, we're gonna move on to the next one. The next nachos that I tried was the Hudson Tap, which is in Hudson, Wisconsin. It's it's literally right across the street from Ziggy's, if I recall, I haven't been down to downtown Hudson in probably over a year, but Hudson Tap. They had a nice, shredded, nice pile of shredded lettuce. It was almost like you were getting a good, I, I actually think I had the pork nachos there. Um, you get a good, healthy amount of... It's almost like you're having a salad on top of nachos, which is wonderful. I mean, I for someone who loves vegetables, they put all sorts of stuff in there. I, I believe it was lettuce. It's, it, like I said, it's been a bit... The cheese was not nacho cheese, um, nor was Ziggy's. If I recall, the cheese they used was more of like a shredded cheese, and they actually they actually melted it, which is great. That's absolutely fantastic, I love it. And then I believe it came with a little side of sour cream. One of my bigger pet peeves is something that recently started occurring at Applebee's. Now you guys know I absolutely love Applebee's. Applebee's pre-COVID had some, um, Applebee's pre-COVID had loaded nachos. You can get beef or pork or chicken. And they're absolutely delicious. I'd usually get a platter of those when it was half-off apps. But during COVID, they got rid of just nachos in general. They're just gone, vanished. I asked around. They just, they're gone. Didn't happen. Well, they brought them back, but they're not included in the half-off. And one of the biggest problems that I have with their newest nachos you can ask for it on the side, which is great. But they, they just, they take a scoop of sour cream, plop it in there. A scoop of guac, I believe, plop it, plop it. In. It's, it's just, it's not ideal. It's not the ideal eating experience because then then it becomes kind of dipping. And if you don't like guac, you, or if you just like a little guac, I like to decide how much is on there. Because oftentimes when they throw a scoop of sour cream on there, you end up with this one nacho with just a giant fucking glob of sour cream this is actually this is really funny right now we are currently alongside a vehicle that says maximum speed is 55 miles an hour we are currently going 59 and he's tailing away this is absolutely crazy we might have to hit up the uh his employment office and let him know that four miles per over is not acceptable especially because the speed limit is 55. shit did i just did i just admit to speeding i i, I was going four over i'll admit it but it was for scientific purposes we want to make sure this guy was being safe yeah so hudson tap was great so the uh, eight out of ten we're gonna get to the first 10 out of 10 nacho on the list folks It was Smiling Moose in downtown Hudson. We just, Hudson, Wisconsin, they got a lot, they got a lot of good tiny bars that you can just grab a good bite from. It's not sketchy, kind of busy some days, but the Smiling Moose, perfect quantity, perfect meat, perfect amount of vegetables, um, sour cream and salsa on the side, there's just, There was absolutely zero complaints. Price point, I believe, was $10, and then I think if you add meat, I believe it's $2, so $12 is just not a bad price point. The next next location that we're gonna talk about is the Muddy Cow. The Muddy Cow, I believe they have a location in Stillwater, St. Paul, I think and Cottage Grove, Minnesota. I think they have three locations. Let me tell you folks. This was also a 10 out of 10 nacho. These guys actually had, um, the the chips are a little bit seasoning and a lot like the Smiling Moose where they, the the things were um, kinda, they they put the um, salsa to the side and with them, Actually, it was a. Uh, I'm looking at the list here. It's a nine out of ten. Nine out of ten, because if I recall, they don't give you enough toppings. It wasn't a healthy amount of toppings. So at the end, you're kind of having to eat some chips and sour cream. But the chips are seasoned, so it's it's not it's not like it's as detrimental to the dining experience. It was absolutely great. The next spot we're gonna um, take place at. It's called the Cadillac Ranch. The Cadillac Ranch is a spot where I eat at one time a year, every year, on New Year's Eve, I believe. Yeah, New Year's Eve. Um, we're sipping on some cold brew Vietnamese coffee. We went high spender this week and bought a four pack of this shit. No energy drinks, folks. So the Cadillac Ranch, they had a little, they have this like, cowboy theme to it they have a they have a bull actually like a mechanical bull yeah we got grandma to ride on the mechanical bull I've ridden on it it's you gotta sign a waiver and stuff but it's absolutely free and absolutely fucking fun um, but we go there every year when we send my grandma off to um, Arizona where she lives she comes up here for the holidays um grandpa grandpa can't handle flying he'd he'd probably lose his temple temper and get on a do not fly list or even worse he'd be escorted off the plane when someone's you know too fat or drinking too loud grandpa's not someone to to fuck around with i'll tell you that but um she comes up here every year and we send her off. We we go as a family to the Cadillac Ranch and they have this cowboy theme. And the kind of nachos that um, they have, it's called the tin can nachos. So how they bring them out is it's just a fucking tin can, like a coffee can. It's a tin can with a little, like a little pail. And they just throw all the nachos and shit in it. Um, I don't really have a lot to say that they didn't like load them up with a bunch of lettuce and tomatoes and stuff I believe they had refried beans in it and if I'm completely honest they just got a little soggy sitting in a tin can and they just they 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 just they weren't very good and I can't really like pinpoint it besides the fact that they were a little bit soggy three out of ten We already talked about Applebee's. The spot that I'm going tonight is a location in Minneapolis. It's called Station 280. Um, The reason I enjoy their nachos is Thursdays are half-off nachos, and who doesn't love a half-off? They bring you out this giant tray. Um, So they do it right. This is a bar that actually does the nachos right. It's a giant tray. You know, you get a tray, it could support the entire family. but like I said, I'm a, I'm. if you're not eating them alone, I, I, I don't know what to tell you about it. I don't know what to tell you. Nachos are not a shareable in my opinion. It is a entree for a fine dining experience. They're six out of 10. They're not like high tier, but they're definitely worth it. They're def- a six out of 10 in my eyes is like a, you get them when you're there. Don't go out of your way, but you get them. The next on the list is Top Golf. So Top Golf is like a—I uh, don't know—the way I would describe it is it's like batting cages for golf. They have little games. Um, you can—it's like bowling scoreboard. You can play different games, whack balls. You pay for an hour. I think we had six of us go. Um, that was almost two years ago. We went in the cold. They had heaters on. And let me tell you, I'm getting the nachos. The way they did nachos was a little bit different. Um, if I recall, it was kind of like, I think you got six and I know what you're thinking six nachos, but how they did it was, it was kind of more like a, I don't know. I'd say it's kind of like a hard shell taco type thing, but they called it a nacho. Um, very, very good. I just believe they were $14, which is like the typical price of a, of a high tier nacho out there, 14 bucks. Um, Very, very good. Um, just, you didn't get enough, so that's why we, we racked it in at the seven out of 10. If you have a little extra and you have some shareables with some other people, definitely the buy, definitely the buy. Um, the next up on the list was a four out of 10. It was called Flagsmath, Flagsmith? I, I, can't, I can't even read my own right. I think it was called Flagsmith. Um, downtown Minneapolis. It was downtown Minneapolis. Um, I, wa- I was up for an adventure. We were out at the mall and I'm like, do you want to hop on the train and fucking go downtown? Just cause the taking the train is so cool to me. I don't ride public transport. I, you guys know that when I went to Houston, don't ride public transport. But when it comes to the train, I fucking love trains, man. They're so fun. So I'm just like, I'll buy us train tickets. Let's go downtown. We ended up at this um, little like, I don't know, it was kind of weird. It was like a little food court place and I don't adventure downtown. So wouldn't know about a damn thing. Um, We didn't have coats. It was freezing fucking cold out. We ended up at this like food court that also had arcade games, but they had like um, six different restaurants in there. And one of the restaurants that was in there was called flags flagsmith um four out of 10 nachos i just kind of felt like it's something i could have made from home they took some chips across the platter so it was, they did that right but it was kind of like they just sprinkled some shredded cheese on there added a couple jalapenos uh maybe there was a little lettuce it, it was it was just kind of boring basic nacho, nothing no, nothing too impressive about it. And they didn't really use like a cheddar cheese. I honest to God think they use mozzarella and I, I'm i just not sure how I feel about mozzarella in a, in a nacho. Um, the next location is Cancun. Um, Cancun is this little Mexican restaurant in I think it's Eau Claire. I think it's Eau Claire, Wisconsin five out of ten um they kind of had everything compressed and they didn't give you enough toppings and the weird thing to me about this was like so normally when you have a a a nacho you have like uh you cut up little grape tomatoes um so what these guys did was they gave you like a uh, i'm trying to think of a name of a like real tomato like a I can't think like you know like a, a big a bigger tomato. I, I I I don't know any names of tomatoes off the top of my head. I'm not a big tomato fan. I'll eat them, just not like go out of my way to eat them. Kind of a deal. And if I recall, they gave you one slice of a tomato. They just put one slice on top of it, and I thought that was that was very very strange. It was a center slice, but it was just it was it was kind of strange to me. The next place, Agave Kitchen, Agave Kitchen is in um, downtown Hudson as well, right across from Ziggy's, um, down the road a little bit, across from Ziggy's opposite side of the road. And if I recall, these were 1899. You got a very, very healthy amount, like almost to the point. It's, it's, like I have to take him home. Even like, if you're getting these, a full. They, they also have a half order, I guess, and I ordered a full order because I'm nacho connoisseur. Road rage, Randy, out here. Um, yeah, those nachos were, what were six out of ten. You, you get a lot. The let stay you. I honest to God think they, if I remember, it's been a little bit, I think they put just a, a, like a, a a chunk of like a collard green, like a, like a romaine lettuce, just a, just a chunk. It's not even like a, or like they, they took like one wrapping of an iceberg lettuce and just threw it on there. Overall, just wish they, they shredded their lettuce a little bit, but they, they probably have some of the best pork that I've had. This is by far the best nacho I have ever had. Taco Libre. Taco Libre has multiple locations around the Twin Cities. Taco Libre, 11 out of fucking 10. Whatever they are doing, they're doing it right. From the chips to the sauce they put on it, to laying it across like a three-foot platter, to giving you like whole jalapenos practically, not like little tiny things, like fresh giant jalapenos, banana peppers, it has, everything has just the right amount of seasoning on it. And I believe the price is right. I can't think of off the top of my head, I wanna say it's probably 11 to $12, somewhere in that price range, because that's, that's just the price you pay for your average nacho out there and Taco Libre hundred and uh, just like a hundred and fucking twenty percent doing it right I would uh, my bank account would go bankrupt if I lived a little closer to one um, the next location we already talked about the bel grande we're going to talk about Phoenix Phoenix if I recall is a spot in Baldwin Wisconsin um, I don't know which exit, Baldwin, Wisconsin, we we ate outside, they had a little patio. I don't remember too much about them, they weren't too rememberable, they were a 7 out of 10, so kind of understandable, 7 out of 10, not too rememberable, but i, I, I definitely say I, I'd eat them again. I, I also recall I don't think I was too hungry that day, so... Um, I, I definitely brought them home and, and had some leftover nachos. Leftover nachos are, are different, they're, they're definitely a little different. Uh, we're going to pull over right here and, and and finish things off, put her in park, get my list here. We already talked about the nacho box and we got two more. We got the, the loaded nachos from Biggios. You guys got to experience my live reaction to that. Um in my Houston podcast, they were, they're expensive as fuck. Like they're up there with a full order at agave. I think I, I think they were 20 fucking dollars, but I was, I was on vacation and I'm like, you know, I'm going to regret not getting nachos while I'm down here in Texas. Cause when am I ever going to be back to big, big I'm just not, I just wasn't, there's a very rare chance I will ever be back there. And they were well worth it, well worth it. Highly recommend, splurge a little bit, Um, share them. Have it be a shareable. Like I said, I'm an entree kind of a guy. Um, And then the last one are the Beef Nacho Grande from a bowling alley in Egan, I believe. Uh, Nine out of 10. Now let me tell you what's a little special about these nachos. So these nachos they used a very nice kind of a chip. It's the first time I've ever had a kind of a chip like this. It's not like a, a yellow tortilla chip. It, they, they had like different colored chips. So it was like they had a black. So I'm wondering, I, I believe maize, isn't like corn maize? Like the, isn't, don't they have different colors? So I'm wondering if they use that kind of corn to make these chips absolutely phenomenal i i thought they were absolutely delicious um my dad's friend that came with to the bowling alley he he said that's what he normally gets i don't get to go out there very often but i happen to be on vacation that week so i went out there with him and you know my dad buys me food if i if i go with him and my dad's friends like i 100% get that i can't eat it all though i'd be surprised if you can who are you to Who are you to call the nacho connoisseur road rage Randy like skinny and say I can't finish them? I hundred ten percent finish it. Yeah, I let my brother have like four more chip, four chips or so, because he got his own meal and he just wanted to try it out a little bit. Not a problem. Not a problem at all. And just phenomenal. Just a phenomenal experience having those nachos. The cheese was a little stiff. I think they were sitting a little while. That's why it's it's a nine out of ten. Um, they they had it on a pretty big plate, so you know you can't argue. The uh, you know putting it on top, they gave you enough toppings for it. Overall, fantastic experience. I look to overall just bettering my experience with nachos in the future. Going to find some fantastic nachos. I'm on the hunt. For the perfect nacho, if you guys have recommendations, you can, you can follow me on Twitter at Thoughts by Randy. If I come to your city, I will try your nacho. If you feel the need to contribute to the podcast, Venmo and PayPal are in the description. Head on over to iTunes, leave a review. Everybody has been so kind lately. We've been charting in different countries. The kind words have been absolutely wonderful. I hope you guys have enjoyed listening to me talk about nachos. It's been a podcast in the making. You guys are absolutely wonderful. Go do something great into the world today. I I, I don't know. Go compliment someone. Go... Go give someone a fucking high Go, Go give someone a high five. That's your quest. Go give someone a high five by next Friday. That's the goal. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys very much for tuning in for this week's podcast. I am Road Rage Randy. I hope to see you guys next week. If I don't, I hope you guys have a wonderful life. Peace.